0: You're listening to The Retirement Toolbox. Walter Storholt here alongside Scott Searles, financial advisor at Skybox Financial Group in the greater Cleveland area, also an office in Bradenton, Florida. You can find us online at skyboxfinancialgroup.com or schedule your worry-free retirement blueprint meeting at com. We've got links in the description of today's show so you can find all that stuff easily. Scott, great to be with you on the program today. I understand you had to say goodbye to one of your loved ones in the house this week and, uh, you know, move them on back to college.
1: Yep, time for them to get moving on again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it hard? Is it hard each time that this
0: comes around? I know you've got some experience with it by now, but...
1: You know, it's not so much anymore. I mean, you know, at first it was. Now, especially with the with the older girls, of uh, the twins, only one of them was staying with us. The other one stayed down in Columbus because she was working. And then, uh, so, you know, she went back and then our... Going into our sophomore, Lauren, uh, yeah, she, she went off uh, last week. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not that bad anymore. It, it, it's a completely different kind of thing in the house. I mean, it's very chaotic. And, you know, we do have help with the dogs when they're home, and then they're not. And it's like seems like I'm doing all the dog stuff, but it's more <laughs> calm. I, I don't know, you
0: know. It, it's like a double-edged sword. You get calmness but more responsibility, or you can have chaos but somehow a little bit less responsibility.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, and they're all living off campus, so you know we got rents and stuff, and so I, I think it's actually more expensive when they're not home too. So very cool. Uh, well, uh, congrats on
0: them getting back to college for another year, and mm-hmm. uh, know they made
1: it another year. Made it
0: another year, so that's fantastic. <laughs> another year of payments, and uh, that's know. right. <laughs> All sorts of fun stuff for you. Brutal. Well, we've got a great show on the way today. We're going to talk about retirement. What are you living it for? Uh, What activities do you want to do? What kind of lifestyle do you want to have? We're going to dive into that conversation because it's important. Uh, You need to talk about these things to figure out then how the finances are going to help you out and help accomplish these goals. We're also going to have a question a little bit later on in today's show from Linda. Linda here's what's on Linda's mind. Uh, her daughter oh, she's kind of in your boat here with the uh, you know, young daughter, maybe going off to college and that kind of thing. Uh, daughter just turned 18 and wants to help her get off on the right foot in retirement savings. So that'll be a fun question to answer. And that's yeah, coming up good. on today's show. And uh, we're also going to ask Scott a little preview in our Getting to Know You segment today about a horror story from a past job. And I, I have Uh-oh. no idea what Scott's going to tell us, but I'm glad that he picked that question from the <laughs> assortment today because it should be a good story. Uh, all that and more straight ahead on the program today. But let's dive into it, Scott. Everybody's got a different reason or goal or whatever you know, thesaurus word we want to call it, something they want to accomplish in retirement. So I want to explore some of the various motivations that people have and how you as a financial advisor specifically uh, help folks accomplish what they're trying to set out to do. And I'm sure you've got some good stories about these. So I know that one thing that people want to do is, hey, I just want to spend more time with family. That's their main goal, right?
1: Well, you know what? First of all, Walter, congratulations to everybody that reaches retirement. You've been working your whole life, busting your butt, saving your money. Now you've retired and you finally get to do what you want to do. You don't have to go to work every day. You can actually live your life now and do anything you want throughout the day and, you know, be able to Really have a fulfilling life from this point, so it truly is that that you know, another phase of your life, and and when you get to retirement, everybody's got different ideas on what they want to do. So, yes, yeah, spending time for your family is a big one. You know, a lot of the times, I mean, I've got one particular client they they uh, they bought an airstream. And uh they're traveling around, and they're going to visit their kids and and you know the kids are kind of all around the country, so they're going and they're visiting uh the kids and they'll they they'll bought stay the airstream, there. yeah, it's like a very
0: casual drop of something pretty
1: pretty awesome <laughs> well yeah it is it is it is is pretty awesome, but Wait,
0: airstream uh, meaning like r v airstream
1: yeah, not oh, the. i'm sorry plane. I thought you meant what do you like you think
0: you're, i thought an airplane i thought that's, that's a golfstream Gulf stream. okay yeah, there we go. <laughs>
1: No, this is uh, a like camper. he just like
0: casually threw out that they bought a plane so they could travel around and see family. <laughs> <laughs> Gulf Gulfstream versus Airstream, got it, got it.
1: Well, you know, th- no, they 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 bought the Airstream camper. Okay, granted, they do fly in their helicopter to get to the camper. No, I'm just <laughs> joking. But <laughs> no, but they nice. they bought they bought that so they can go around and and visit their kids because they want to spend time. I have another clients that uh, they moved they they moved to where their their kids were at. you know their kids were kind of centrally located so they decided they wanted to move there to be spend time with family because the most precious thing is you'll know, being able to help out with those grandkids and you know take them out to dinner, take them to the fair, you know whatever it is that you want to do and you know that's one of the most important things to most people, but With that said, too, you have to do proper planning to make sure that when you take them out to eat, you don't have to limit them to, you know, two fries at McDonald's, okay? You you know, you have to, you'll be able to have the money where you can go and do these things and have fun. And that's where the planning comes in. So when I meet with these people and we talk about what they want to do in retirement, you know, we set aside cash for doing these different things and we make sure we build that into their cash flow that they want to have extra money to do this that and the other
0: well i think that's great scott to uh you know spending more time with family why wouldn't that be somebody's goal in retirement but yeah there but depending on your family situation all sorts of different financial complications can come from that you know uh, we went just recently thinking that uh you know we were going to be living in North Carolina long term and that uh, my parents are just, you know, a couple hours down the road at the beach and uh, all of a sudden, you know, and that's where they would be. And that's where we'd be close to them as we, you know, we'll eventually raise our kids and we'd have our grandparents nearby. Well, all of a sudden they changed their retirement plans and they're retiring to Maine. (laughs) And so, you know, like and they've had to take into account for their finances, like coming to visit us is now going to require more money because they may have to fly or drive two full days. To get here to visit us versus having to, uh, you know, just you know, pop up in the afternoon for an event or an activity or something like that. So little changes can kind of amount to big financial differences.
1: Walter, I have to say that may be the first person I've I've heard of that ran away from their children. So I don't, I yes. don't know why. Yes,
0: they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. We made the decision to sort of stay in North Carolina specifically to be close to them, and then like two years later, they're like, "Yeah, we're going to retire to Maine." So, all right, great. That, <laughs> they had enough (laughs) they'd had enough they were ready to move on uh i think it was the heat that is driving them away mostly uh but in any event it's it does make a big difference depending on your family situation that's why it's uh you got to look into the specifics and that'll be a common theme through all these things all right so what retirement are you living for well some people scott they're just ready to spend some of that money and they want they want to buy stuff and not in like a oh you're materialistic way but they're looking forward to some toys
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the big things I, I get all the time is a car. I had a client of mine just retired maybe March, April of this year. And one of the things he wanted to do is after he retired is he wanted to get himself his dream Cadillac. So he, he put his order in and, you know, this is post COVID world we're in now. And, you know, cars are kind of hard to come by and they're not making a lot. So we had to wait for it. And he, and he got exactly what he wanted, and and you know that was his reward for retiring. So everybody's got different things. Some people maybe they want to buy a house, they want to get a second house somewhere, yeah, you know, or or just start you know buying stuff that they didn't buy before. And and again, having that plan and knowing where your cash flow is at is the key to be confidently be able to do these things.
0: That's a great point, Scott. That's a big one. Uh, in fact, the car thing is interesting. Just to pick on my parents some more, that's like my mom's thing. She's. Never had a new car her whole life have have they've always bought and uh, used and right now she's driving a car that quite frankly is embarrassing. The paint's peeling off of it all the window film is starting to fall off i'm like mom you're like you have like a legitimate job as an h r manager and <laughs> <laughs> you drive around in this thing. She's like, "Eh, I only drive 4 miles to work and that and then, you know, dad drives on the weekend every day. Like I don't need anything fancy to get me 4 miles down the road. That's all <laughs> I literally drive it for."
1: That's awesome.
0: And uh but she's like, "But yeah, when I retire, like one of the things that we're going to spend money on is a new car. I've always wanted a new car. This will be the one new car that I buy and it'll last me through all of retirement." is pretty much how she's viewing that one, so. Very good. She's saved up for it. It's part of the plan and uh very exciting for her. So we have uh, stuff is certainly a goal for some folks. Big travel plans. This may be most popular, Scott, I would imagine. Folks have been putting off maybe with their families and everything, taking those big European vacations or cruises and all those sorts of things.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It's a big game. Matter of fact, just uh, yesterday I met with clients that they love to scuba dive. And uh, so part of their retirement plan is spending money every year for the next first 15 years in their retirement to go scuba diving. Last year, they went, to, actually this year, they went to the Galapagos scuba diving, You know, which is off the coast of Ecuador, for those of you that don't know. And uh, yeah, so they want to do that every year. They want to just do a big scuba diving trip uh, every year and you know a lot of people do that too or they have the big vacation of their dreams once they retire you know like you said going to europe and doing things i uh have another client of mine who you know is, is italian and took his whole family and his grandkids and everybody with them on a tour through you know italy including the town that his family's from and they saw the house that uh Yeah, they were born in and all this, they like rented a bus and went around. So there's some really neat things people do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Lots of different
0: uh, travel plans can come into the equation. You know, I've had one set of grandparents that went all international for all of their big trips. And then the Mm -hmm. other side of uh, my grandparents, they did all domestic travel, but they've been to almost every state in the continental US um, and, you know, still do these long trips east to west every year. It's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, another retirement thing that people are living for. Well, they want to help. They want to help the next generations, and they want to help grandkids specifically with college. Ends up being a goal of a lot of people, and this can be you know quite the blessing to be able to do this for someone young that you care about.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is another biggie. Um, just did this not too long ago for uh, a client. He retired and wanted me to figure out how much he would have to put into a five twenty nine plan to send his grandson to college i think his grandson is like eight or something uh right now so we figured that out and and that's what we did so he took a portion of his funds and he put it away in a 529 plan so he knew that his grandson would be able to go to college so yeah that that's another biggie and, and that's what some people choose to do in retirement and you know, some people, all these things, you know, they're doing all of them or some of them or a combination of them, big travels, college, you know, spine with the family, you know, so uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be one. It could be a mixture of several of these things.
0: Last but not least, and that's a great point, Scott, but is to uh, fund charities. And I know that's something you probably help people with out all the time, the most efficient or the best ways to accomplish that goal.
1: Yeah, a lot of people, they come to me and, and they talk about wanting to leave a legacy. You know, obviously, that you know, they want to make sure their family's taken care of in most cases. And uh, then they, you know, they want to say, okay, well, with that excess, I want to leave money to charities. So we set up different things, whether they be trusts or maybe insurance policies or charitable trusts um, in order to leave that money so that once they pass away, that money, you know, an endowment is set up in their name or big donations made to their church in their name. So, yeah, that's another big thing that a lot of people like to build into their retirement plans once they're retired. But first and foremost, they want to make sure they're going to be comfortable themselves and, and you know, have all of, you know, possible scenarios taken care of. And then with that excess, yeah, doing something like that is very popular too.
0: Well, there you have it. Lots of things to be thinking about as you are pondering and considering retirement. What are you living for? What are you doing it for? Is it one of these big things that is the dominating force? Or maybe it is all five of these things and additional reasons. Well, maybe in that uh, situation, you've got to work on prioritizing things. You know, there may not Mm -hmm. be enough money to go around to support All five of these things, depending on to what level you want to do each one, in which case it should spark some good conversations to prioritize which of these is most important. Does that happen in your office, Scott? I'm sure there's some discussions like that with couples and even just individuals trying to figure out which of these things is most important for them to do in retirement.
1: Yeah, usually there's something that is a immovable object, the one thing they're going to do no matter what. So spending more time with family that then, you know, they'll look to add something else on top of it. Or maybe they want to travel and that's, you know, no negotiating. We want to do the travel. And then maybe if there's excess, they'll help the grandkids out or so usually there's that one thing that they want to do no matter what, you know, your mother get in the car. Right. Right. Then, you know, the other stuff would come later on after that.
0: It's a great point, and uh, something that's covered in the Worry-Free Retirement Blueprint, meaning it's part of the planning process to have these kinds of discussions. It's not just a dollars and cents discussion, but it's uh, you know talk about your life. Talk about what you plan to do in retirement, your hopes, dreams, and goals, how to accomplish all those things, all part of the planning process that Scott employs at Skybox Financial Group. If you want to get in touch and set up your time to meet for a Worry-Free Retirement Blueprint, it's very easy to do that. 888-742-0111 is the number to call 888-742-0111 or go to talktoscott.com and you can schedule a time to meet from your smartphone or computer in just a matter of seconds that's talktoscott.com and we'll put links in the description of today's show for that contact info
1: it's getting
0: to know you time all right, Scott. I've been looking forward to this question, and uh, I, think, I can't just can't wait for the story. Uh, tell me a horror story from a past job. Yo, know, I hate to disappoint you,
1: Walter. But disappoint. I don't know oh, if I come on. I, built I don't know up. if I have a super duper horror story. So right. most of my most interesting stories, okay, come from my days of landscaping. So when I was in when I was in high school, I landscaped all the way through high school. And then I, I did it part of the way made the first two years of college in the summer. I landscaped every day I was you know we were there at you know seven a.m and we worked to uh, you know five o'clock every day. And, uh, so most my, if I had a horror stories, they come from there. So for instance, one time I was cutting grass and ran over, what are they? Yellow jackets that have the nest in the ground or uh, something? Or
0: just ground bees. Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever they were, they yeah. were angry and mean. And, uh, you know, and I ran over that and, you know, I heard like this little chunk thing. I don't know if there's some dirt or something. All of a sudden there's just like bees all over the place and they're, they're chasing me i mean these things they were they were angry bees mm. and uh yeah i got stung several times you know that was that was one thing that happened you know not like a horror story but uh you yeah, know i think it's a good story you know and a few other times i, I think that uh,
0: counts no I'm, I'm not disappointed in the story that's
1: i good. mean that that's good getting chased by bees while I cutting grass um you know i've and, had
0: nightmares ever since i was a little kid of uh you remember the movie was it my girl where the little kid, the 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 little kid, best the best friend of the of the lead character, the girl gets stung by bees
1: and dies. I don't remember that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With with no. all your
0: daughters, you never saw my girl.
1: Uh, no, no, I don't think I mean, they may have watched it, but I may have bugged out on that. Really, I'm surprised. Yeah, okay. but uh, yeah, but that was uh, yeah. That I mean there's one st- I had other ones like uh, I remember one time I was cutting grass and I fell in a hole. And just my one foot fell in a hole, and I twisted my ankle. So I'm like, it was like this bigger field we were cutting. But they had, I think it was some type of, one of those little, not a merry-go-round, but those things when you're a kid that you sit on, and your friends would spin you around, and you get all dizzy, whatever those things are called. You know what I'm talking about, though, right, Walter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I sat down on that, and my foreman at the job or something got all mad at me, Thought I was t- taking a break or something and I'm like man I d-. and then he didn't believe that I hurt my ankle I'm like limping all over the place <laughs> 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 yeah i mean, not a horror story but it's Double just something I remember. in there yeah remember from the job but adventures you know. in landscaping yeah yes yes but uh, yeah I've no I I don't know if qualify qualifies true horror stories what about you Walter mm.
0: Well, I had uh, my first uh, job in radio at a college was at a place that I had worked at through college. And then I ended up having to, I graduated during the uh, financial crisis of 2009. So there wasn't much to be had. Or I guess it was over 08, but then the, you know, no jobs in 09 basically. So I actually worked at Best Buy for a couple of months before I got my first um, job in my career field. And it was back with the station that I'd worked at for many years in college. But anyway, long story short, it was a very low-paying job, and it was for literally 80 to 90-hour weeks. And I once went uh, 92 days without a day off from work and then got completely chewed out when I finally took time off uh, to go visit family at Christmas. And uh, it was pretty awful. It was very bad. I didn't like it. That was a hor- that, it's not a very like funny horror story. It was just... No fun to work for 92 straight days and then get yelled at when you finally take time off for, uh, for work.
1: Doesn't sound like that job deserved you, Walter. No, they did not. Not at all. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry,
0: that's not a very fun fun horror story. But Okay, I've got a better one for you that's more funny. I okay. uh, I, I stacked newspapers as part of one of my high school jobs. I worked at the radio station in the newspaper in my local town in high school. And mm-hmm. I loved working at the newspaper even though that was more manual labor than like something actually in my career field. It was mm-hmm. just fun to kind of learn that back end of the process. And it was very physical work. I was at the end of the line catching the papers. We were inserting all of the ads into the papers. And it was my job to then shake them all out so that the ads would all settle in place. So when you pick up your newspaper, mm-hmm. you don't see any of the ads sticking out. And then I'd stack them up and wrap them up onto these big racks. And then we'd get them ready for the delivery people to come and pick up and start delivering them. Well, mm-hmm. I would get the first couple of weeks of the job, I would always forget to not wipe the sweat off of my face with my hands because they're covered in ink. So I would go Mm. home on Saturday nights typically from, you know, working in the hot summer heat at the newspaper and I would be completely blackface, not like blackface, like the, controversial blackface but just from ink on my hands getting all over my face and my clothes and we've got some really funny pictures of when I'd come home at one or two in the morning after we got the newspaper sorted and it would take days for it to come off so I'd have to like go well I guess I wasn't in school at the time but like I'd have to go back to my normal work job at the radio station on like Mondays and completely (laughs) with the discolored ink all over your face face. (laughs) yeah It took me a few weeks before I finally realized I need to do something else other than using my hands to wipe the sweat off my face. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. So, it's kind of a horror story, but also kind of funny.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. Those are mine.
0: Uh, Very cool. Well, we have um, a really good question to answer from one of our listeners this week. So, let's get to it and open up the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, this question comes to us from Linda. By the way, submit your questions to skyboxfinancialgroup.com. My daughter just turned 18, and I'd like to help her get off on the right foot with retirement savings. What's the best way to get her started?
1: Well, Linda, this is a great question because as we know, the sooner you start saving, the better off you're going to be. So it's great that you've got her thinking about this and you, you want to get her started. So what I did with my daughters, because you know this is right around... You know the age my daughters are and to get them to do this what I did is I had them open a Roth IRA at uh, I think it was called stash or something but now there's there's several different companies that do it but and it's an app that they get on their phone because we all know they're all about their phones right If they can't do it on their phone they're not doing it but you get an app on your phone you link it to your bank account you can open a Roth IRA there and then you can. What I do with my daughters is is they they'll put like ten percent of their paychecks um, in the summer and uh, into that Roth IRA. And then what you can do is you can buy stocks of fractional shares of stocks. So you can buy with a hundred bucks Amazon. You can get a, you can buy some Amazon stock for a hundred dollars. Uh, you couldn't do that because Amazon's much more expensive if you were trying to you know just go out and buy it. But you can. Then I would tell my girls, I said, y- y- what you want to do is you want to buy stocks and companies that you go and visit and use often. So they buy things like Dunkin' Donuts, Amazon, Target, you know, and be so that I tell them every time they go and buy a cup of coffee, they're paying themselves back a little bit because they own part of Dunkin' Donuts. So I've had them doing that now. Um, and, and it works well. So I think that's a good way to kind of get them started and get them thinking about that. The Roth IRA, everything's going to grow tax free for them. So by the time they retire, just putting that little bit of money in there is going to be a substantial amount of money for them. So that, that's one idea that I like that I think is a great way to get them to start thinking and save for retirement. And when they get a normal job, they got to put money into that 401k at work. Again, use the Roth option in the 401k. So that all they're accumulating all that tax free money
0: it's a great point, Scott, and especially the one about investing in things that they might be interested in or use themselves. I know that was something that my grandmother did when she gifted us you know small amounts of stocks, you know sometimes just ten or twenty shares of of a company I mean it's incredibly generous to do that for many years growing up. She would do that mm-hmm. instead of traditional birthday presents, typically and Christmas presents um, mm-hmm. and uh yeah, but it was always in fun stuff, like Hershey and uh, Walt Disney, and, um, you know, she went, she did some other, like, I guess, to help us diversify things that we weren't necessarily excited in as kids, but, you know, like, she would do an energy company, but she would pick, like, the energy company that served us locally, um, you know, in our area, local banks that our parents banked with, you know, that we might be familiar with the name and that kind of thing, so pretty cool to, uh, you know, to have that experience and that exposure, and yeah, same thing whenever I'd buy a, uh, a Hershey bar or something. Growing up was like I'm paying myself, you know. <laughs>
1: That's right. I own I own this company. Darn That's it. right. That's
0: right. I own Hershey. I used to tell like friends at school I own Hershey. You know, <laughs> 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 they'd be like, "What are you talking about?" But like, yeah, you you just don't know. Don't worry about it. Uh, But yeah, that's really cool. I think it's a great suggestion. Uh, Hopefully that helps you out, Linda. Thanks for submitting that question to us. And if you have any questions about your financial planning, retirement planning, something we've talked about on today's show, or something we didn't address that you'd love to get into a one-on-one discussion with, schedule that worry-free retirement blueprint with Scott Searles. 888-742-0111 is the number. Or go to talktoscott.com to schedule your time to meet. Scott, appreciate the help once again, and uh, we'll chat again in a couple of weeks. You
1: got it. I love it every time, Walter. We'll talk
0: to you soon. That's Scott Searles. i Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time right back here on the Retirement Toolbox. Go Tribe. Investment advisory services provided by Skybox Asset Management, LLC.